you're listening to the American Journal, I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris, filling in once again for the very honorable Harrison Smith. And we have a great broadcast for you today. Make sure you guys smash that like button, share the live feed, let your friends know to tune in right now to this broadcast. Today we're going to be covering a lot of great information. But before we do, we got to remind you guys that you guys are part of this war too. And how you can help us depends on where you are in your life. A lot of people out there, the only way they can help is by sharing, commenting, helping us beat those evil algorithms on social media. But I'm telling you, there's another way you can contribute, but also help your health and help you get into this information war. If you're not healthy, if you're not fit, if you're not working on ways to improve your personal life, then you're going to be no good to this information war in the future if you're on your deathbed. There's many ways you can do that, but one of the best ways you can do that and fund the information war is going down to InfoWars store and checking out our new products, including Nitric Boost, which over there you're going to find out that Nitric Boost is going to help you with your circulation, going to make your blood flow easier, going to combat things like erectile defunction, lower blood pressure. It has many benefits. It's going to help you clear out those cobwebs in your brain. Not only that, if you take it along with other supplements we have in the store, like Brain Force. Phenomenal supplement. One that I love to use is Top Brain by Dr. Jones Naturals right here. I just popped some right before the show started. And I like Top Brain because it maybe doesn't give me the jitters like uh, some of the other nootropics out there. But this product here works great. I also do the Brain Force from time to time. But essentially, if you want to grease up that brain and get it ready to plant healthy ideas in the fertile garden of your mind. There's no better way than picking up some nitric boost, which is 40% off right now. Pick up some brain force. And I highly recommend this top brain as well, stress-free nootropic from uh, Dr. Jones Naturals. It's phenomenal. Uh, as well as you can get information on there, books to give to your friends. There's no better gift out there than The Great Awakening or The Great Reset by Alex Jones. Make sure you guys pick up a copy of that book. And I believe they still have signed copies available with AJ's very own signature. And you can't beat that. Pretty cool. I got a copy right here in front of me as well. If you guys aren't feeding your brain and reading the book the old-fashioned way, maybe do Audible. It's always good to have a tangible book because when the Internet goes down, all you're going to have is paper, right? So it's interesting to see how you can affect this information war. And I got to ask you guys, what are you planning on doing today to spread the information of liberty and freedom? What are you doing to start and combat this war to recruit individuals with real news, with real stories and real information? Today's broadcast, we're going to deep dive into the January 6th debacle. About a million people were at the Capitol on January 6th. I was one of them covering the event. And as a protest reporter, I've covered over 200 rallies and protests over the last 10 years. Been involved in some of the most notorious cases in America, including the Kenosha unrest with Kyle Rittenhouse being subpoenaed and having to take the witness stand. I covered the George Floyd protests in Minneapolis while 
protesters burnt down the third precinct and shot bullet holes into it the size of matzo balls and drove around in crotch rockets blowing up buildings. I sat there in Kenosha while police and protesters shot cherry bombs at the law enforcement and law enforcement shot rubber bullets and flash bang grenades over at protesters and back and forth. The war zone when you were you if you call the police in Kenosha, no one was coming for you. We'll be talking and diving into all this when we come back. You're listening to the American Journal. I'm Chris Don T. Harris, your host. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. It's Friday, February 2nd in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Kristan Harris. You can find out more about me at therundownlive.com. Find me on Spotify. Find me on iHeartRadio, therundownlive.com. You can find me on Twitter, Kristan T. Harris. That's K-R-I-S-T-A-N. T is in Thomas and Harris, and I know that they've been sharing my tweets on InfoWars Twitter. Make sure you guys find, follow, and share as well. But uh, where we were going in the first segment, we're talking about my history in covering protests. I've covered a lot of protests. I'm very experienced in covering protests. And I was there on January 6th covering that event as well on December 12th uh, when four people were stabbed. And uh, there was a clash between Proud Boys and Antifa. And the reason why I'm bringing all this up about a deep dive on January 6th, there's a lot of inconsistency surrounding the January 6th situation. The reason being is I had a gut instinct from the get-go that something was going to be off on January 6th. That is because I was tipped off on January 30, uh, excuse me, December 31st of 2020 on an episode of The Rundown Live. I was doing my broadcast as normal when I got a show tip in the inbox and it fit in exactly with exactly what I was talking about coming up. And that was on January 6th, there was going to be a Stop the City Steel rally at the Capitol building. In this link, which we're going to show on the screen right now, was a Airtable page. And that Airtable page 
was developed and put up by Antifa and top BLM activists on December 31st to identify top conservative influencers, top Proud Boys and activists. And oddly enough, there was a little button there to report their whereabouts. And I started to think. The first thing I thought is they wanted to know what hotel the Proud Boys were staying at. They wanted to know where some of these other nationalists or independent people were staying at or influencers or conservatives. And it hit me after January 6th that the reason they wanted you to report where these individuals were being seen was, number one, that most likely BLM and Antifa were there in plain clothes, but they were reporting real-time locations of top influencers, top activists, so that they could be filmed or photographed or encouraged to commit violence. On this list was everybody from basic small activists that I've never heard of to people like Enrique Tario and Joe Biggs. Meaning that the whole time there, these activists could be dressed in plain clothes, filming these individuals. And about 200 of these images that were on this website, this Airtable website, which was pulled after January 6th, ended up on the FBI website. I want you to let that sink in. Majority of these individuals ended up on the FBI website as wanting more information. How could that be that there's such a correlation between Antifa and BLM Airtable website where it said identify these individuals, tip us off where they're at, and the FBI website of who they're looking for to go after. Well, after January 6th, there was an organization. There's an article out there titled, Sedition Hunters FBI Capital Attack Manhunt Online Sluice Research and Turn In Protesters that were there on January 6th. Now, to me, I'm sitting here thinking, well, sedition hunters, who, who makes up this organization? Well, surprise, surprise, the sedition hunters are primarily made up of far-left activists, Antifa activists, keyboard activists, who are going through thousands of hours of videos to turn in their adversarial organizations to the FBI so that they could then be rounded up and put in jail. It's like a playbook straight out of Bolshevik communist Russia. Antifa BLM using the feds to go after their political enemies to put them in jail, distinguish the answer to Antifa 
As you see, Antifa brought about the Proud Boys as a reaction. And they didn't know what to do after December 12th. I can tell you, when I was covering that event, there was over 4,000 Proud Boys marching around D.C., chanting at 10, 8 p.m., F Antifa. And they were facing off like gangs of New York style and alleys of D.C. Somewhere along the line, Somebody suggested we needed to identify these people and potentially put them in jail because they were scaring the opposition. I guarantee you somewhere that happened because that website is living proof that they identified top influencers who are attending these rallies and that they wanted to go after them and they wanted people to report their whereabouts on January 6th. And why is that important? And why are the sedition and hunters important? Well, in this article, it says that the sedition hunters get their directive and and learn their tactics from an organization known as Bellingcat. And you're like, well, why is that even remotely important? Well, just recently in Gray Zone, Bellingcat was identified as a Western intelligence front. That's right, they're a contractor for our very own government and the United Nations. Let that sink in. If that doesn't smell like an intelligence operation, then I don't know what to tell you guys out there. I'm not saying that I know exactly what happened on January 6th, but I'm just saying that it's fairly interesting that you have an intelligence front, Bellingcat, giving Antifa members and sedition hunters directive on how to identify right-wing extremists and put their adversaries in jail, building websites prior to January 6th to identify these right-wing activists, and then like magically they all appear, or many of them appear, on the FBI's wanted list on their website. If that's a coincidence, that's a hell of a coincidence. Then we start to look at how these things work. In an old New York Times article from 2012, One that I've read many times, terrorist plots helped along by the FBI. It details how the FBI will identify individuals who may in their normal life never commit a crime, may never commit a terrorist attack, but they attempt to recruit these individuals. They build relationships with them. They say, well, maybe for... Muslims will say, Allah wants you to blow up this building. We'll provide the explosives. We'll leave your children with hundreds of thousands of dollars if you go ahead and do this act for our religion. The individual may be hesitant, may not want to do it, but over much time, the relationships build between the FBI operative and these documents. And there's times when they load them up in a truck with fake explosives, and when they hit the button, nothing happens. 
and they arrest them. And they're like, we prevented a terrorist attack. But did you? Would this individual be inspired to do this at all if it didn't take years of coercion? And they may not have been interested in doing it at all. Not only that, in these same FBI reports, a lot of these individuals, they didn't want to. They said, no, we don't want to do this. We don't want to hurt anyone. And the FBI didn't leave them alone. They instilled more pressure and doubled down on trying to get them to commit an act of terrorism. Maybe they wanted, didn't want to die in a suicide bombing. Maybe they didn't want to hurt anyone. They said, well, don't worry. We'll give your kids money. They're taking care of you. got to do this. You got to do this. And they would peer pressure them to the point of no return. And sometimes these individuals would then press the button and then be arrested. It's legal, but is it legitimate? The way that these agencies are predatory. Another great example is the Governor Whitmer kidnapping case. The minute that came out, I said it smelled like a Fed operation, and I have the recordings to prove it on the Rundown Live, your forecast in the future. And I'm here telling you right now that January 6th has the same dirty stench. The inconsistencies of what is coming out of the major government organizations and what they're saying versus what we're getting on video and what we're learning are two completely opposite situations. In the Governor Whitmer kidnapping, the FBI intel was there. The, the agents were coursed, and many of them were just FBI assets trying to encourage other people to do horrible things like kidnapping a governor. Like, you wouldn't get that. Like, that, that smells like a Fed operation. Now, January 6th, we're learning interesting things about the person that identified the pipe bomb. It's interesting to think about what's going on. If you guys can go ahead, play clip one of Thomas Massey discussing this very scenario. You recently met with Capitol Police. Correct. Today. Today. And what did you learn in that meeting? I learned that uh, backpack guy, January 6th backpack guy, not to be confused with January 5th backpack person, uh, backpack guy was a, uh, non-uniform, you know, plainclothes police officer in, in, you know, in the employ of the Capitol Hill police. The, the person who found the pipe bomb, the person who D'Antuano, who was leading the investigation say, oh yeah, the person who found it, it'd be investigation 101 that they would be a suspect initially until ruled out. You're saying that person was an undercover, plainclothes Capitol Police officer, and the Capitol Police confirmed that to you today. They confirmed that to me today, yes. Uh, uh, which, so, by the way, it, what does it that makes, mean to you? Well, it, it heightens some of my concerns and, re, and uh, reduces some of the other concerns, okay? One of, one of the concerns that's heightened 
was, you know, trying to give the the Secret Service and the Metro Police Department the benefit of the doubt when they took four minutes. You know, they finished their lunch before they went and dealt with this pipe bomb. I wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt and think that, well, if it's just some random passerby and he said, hey, there's something shiny over there, could be a lawn sprinkler, you know, not sure, maybe want to check it out. But that's not what it was. It was it was a person who was you know, they say. <laughs> Again, when I relate this to you, I'm relating what the Capitol Police have told me. They say it was a Capitol Police officer who found this bomb and that um, he told them it was a bomb. He, and he radioed it in, said, we've we've got the device. We found another device. Remember, here's the other just amazing timing is that the first pipe bomb, the one at the Capitol Hill Club, now they call it the RNC pipe bomb, but they really should be calling it the Capitol Hill pipe bomb. I mean, the, the two buildings are next to each other, but it was like... The Capitol Hill Club, which is an entity where Republican members of Congress socialize and fundraise. Right. right. Um, the reason I'm making that distinction is Darren uh, Beatty, who's done amazing work on this, Okay, he's the guy who's said, hey, you should be asking some of these questions. And I said, you know what? You're right. I will be asking those questions. He points out that the RNC DNC narrative was was made up after the fact. You know, it's really the Capitol Hill Club DNC narrative that they should be talking about. But it if it just sounds a lot better that, oh, we knew to go look at the DNC once we found one at the RNC. Interesting. Was well, you thought somebody was going to blow up the RNC and they. Don't they hate Republicans? Why would they also want to book? Anyways, so, um, you know, they come down, this this plainclothes police officer who had been in the vicinity of that one, they had just found that. The timing is remarkable because it found, oh, it was found five minutes before the breach of the bicycle racks uh, near at the perimeter of the Capitol. Just a miraculous timing that, you know, would have provided Exactly the right timing to distract. After sitting in an alley for 17 hours, you know, by, found by somebody who says she was going to go do her laundry. Okay. Then within, you know, they respond to that. Uh, they secure the area and 15 minutes later, they find this other bomb. Like what miraculous timing. Well, I, de- I definitely don't believe that the Capitol Police would purposefully go and set a bomb anywhere that could potentially blow up and do anyone harm. I, I, I am not there that they would do something no. like that. However, you seem to point out in questioning with the ATF director that this wasn't an operational bomb that was going to blow up and hurt anybody. Remember that? Right. The the um, assistant director in charge, he went on TV and and said these were operable bombs and, you know, offered a reward, put out a message that they played on TV. And so – in the beginning of my transcribed interview with him, he still maintained that they were operable. Well, hold on. We're going to get the ATF director's take on that questioning from Congressman Massey. Take a listen. Also, I see that you're cooperating with the FBI. The ATF is on the January 6th pipe bomb investigation. What can you tell us about how that's going? Um, uh, obviously, that's a significant matter. It is an ongoing criminal investigation, and so I'm not going to comment on an ongoing criminal investigation. Were, were those pipe bombs operable? Again, you, again. The ATF is the expert. Again, it's an ongoing criminal investigation, and under longstanding policy, I cannot comment. And we've just had a whole committee for two years that investigated ongoing investigations, so I'm not accepting that answer from you. Uh, we need to know these things. 
Do you know how the pipe bomb was discovered at the DNC? We've been told how it was discovered at the RNC. And, it, and according to a press release from the FBI, you're working with them on this investigation. Respectfully, um, I understand your disagreement, but I cannot comment because it is an ongoing criminal investigation. It's an ongoing cover-up. So, so helpful. It's their policy not to comment on ongoing cover-ups. Yeah, but, it seems like it. So here's what I've come to know since that okay. interview, too. Uh, you know, you chase some leads. I believe, b- based on um, discussions with police, with FBI, and with former ATF, who now works for Capitol Police, that it, the bombs went to Quantico, uh, for inspection, not to the ATF. Now he could have just told me that in the hearing. Oh, right? interesting. He could have said, "Well, we didn't we didn't look at the fragments after we blew these things up. It was actually FBI at Quantico looked at them." But he didn't. He wouldn't even tell me that. So he either doesn't know it or just is so stuck on it, like a broken record on it's our longstanding policy not to comment. So we're in this meeting last night, and one of our Republican colleagues turns to you as you're explaining how long it's been, that this has been an open investigation, these videos that show the strange behavior of a person we now know was a plainclothes Capitol Police officer. And one of our Republican colleagues kept pressing you and saying, but Thomas, why would they do this? Why would anyone try to um, plant these phony fake devices in order to create confusion that day. And, you know, we, we don't know the answer to that question in all honesty. Do you have a working theory? Yeah. Well, um, again, I don't know who did it, but I can tell you a consequence of this because this is buried in the back of the January 6th committee report that, um, there was a call to bring more bike racks to the Capitol. They had hundreds of them loaded up, ready to bring to the Capitol, to reinforce the Capitol. And it turns out those never made it because this DNC pipe bomb was discovered and they set up oh, a perimeter wow. and blocked them from coming. So, so the, if there was a booby trap intended to um, have people commit a technical violation of federal criminal law with no intent to break the law, uh, that was facilitated perhaps by the very interestingly timed discovery of these two devices. Yeah, whether there was intent or not, the the result of this, according to the January 6th committee, was that uh, it made it easier to breach the Capitol because the reinforcements couldn't be brought to the Capitol. I want you guys to think about that for a moment, but before we dive into that, Thomas Massey's comments, the idea that an off-duty law enforcement officer couldn't recognize a dummy pipe bomb, which may be just the same type of dummy pipe bomb law enforcement uses in their drills to learn how to properly identify a real pipe bomb, and normally they have them labeled, and was not able to go and say, that's a fake pipe bomb, this looks like a law enforcement issued dummy pipe bomb, and then let everyone know that it was a real pipe bomb, that makes me... Just a little curious. Was this dummy pipe bomb a government-issued one used in training for law enforcement? Hmm. And why is it that an off-duty law enforcement officer identified it? It wasn't like, you know, the local 
landscaper or the person trimming the hedges saw it and was like, oh, that could be a water sprinkler or what the heck is that? Is that a thermos for a drink or whatever it might be? No, they identified immediately as a dangerous pipe bomb when any law enforcement officer who is trained to identify such would be able to identify that was a non-operational dummy pipe bomb. Now we need to ask, why is it they can identify all these extremists or activists or influencers that are outside the Capitol, but they can't find the person who dropped the pipe bombs out in front of the Capitol building? We're going to dive into that and a whole bunch more when we come back from break. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris, filling in for Harrison Smith on the American Journal. Don't go anywhere. Got more from where that came from. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. If I don't have time to tell you about it, just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers to sign copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. InfoWarsStore.com or 888 253 3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today. And may the Turbo Force be with you. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival
Revival Silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal Silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited-time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Kristan Harris. It's no lie that our government has been involved in many nefarious operations throughout history, whether it's Operation Northwoods or Operation Boxford or just collecting metadata under the Patriot Act. Our government is involved in dismantling our Constitution, and it's always for your safety. Everything they do is for your safety. And the question of January 6th and what it really was is becoming clearer and clearer. And many of us thought from the get-go, including myself, that this whole debacle January 6th was a giant government honeypot, one used to go after political adversaries and weaponize the government agencies to go after internet influencers and people who are social engineering the public for an ideology of freedom, liberty, against child trafficking, and who question the official narrative, the ultimate targeting of thought crime and pre-crime and the idea that people out there who have these ideologies are a danger to society. So we've now learned that it was an off-duty law enforcement officer that identified the pipe bomb on January 6th in front of the RNC. And then they went and conveniently found one in front of the DNC buildings. And the question still remains, well, who dropped the pipe bomb? Because you think about it. From the get-go, that has been the mystery that no one's been able to solve and why it's important and as, as follow. 
because it was that individual who dropped the pipe bomb that gave him justification to do everything from barricading themselves inside the Capitol building to bringing out the bike racks and heightened security across Capitol Hill. And I'm not justifying some of the acts by some of the people that attended and broke windows, amongst other things. In fact, we don't know who some of those individuals are. Some of those individuals are getting off scot-free. But what I am questioning is whether or not they were foul players, if that there were adversarial activists there filming, encouraging influencers to commit crimes. And the ones dumb enough to do it got arrested. But all throughout history, activists have occupied session. And in this case, why would it be any different? We see Code Pink barge into congressional sessions. Anti-drone effort, Medea Benjamin. Anti-war effort by Medea Benjamin and Code Pink. Not that I agree with everything Code Pink does, but they're allowed to go and barge in, and BLM is allowed to barge in, and you have a bunch of activists that want to postpone the sealing of the election of 2020, and they lock themselves in and barricade themselves in the Congressional Hall on Capitol Hill. And protesters start banging on the door. I wonder what would have happened if they would have just allowed all the press, uh, 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 all the protesters or rally goers to just occupy the Capitol building. They did let, leave them in. They just unlocked the door in many cases and examples. And I'm not saying some people didn't break windows and crawled through windows, but we've seen videos of law enforcement officers just opening the doors and ushering in protesters into the building. What would have most likely happened is they would have postponed the vote to a different day when all the protests wouldn't have been happening or wouldn't have been there and it would have been sealed anyways. When I was there covering the event from outside the Capitol building, after Ashley Babbitt was shot, people were enraged. After years and years of being programmed that when an unarmed person is shot by law enforcement, the answer is, burn your city down. Unfortunately, there is plenty of sheep available that day on January 6th, who are programmed by TVs that when law enforcement shoots somebody like George, or murders somebody like George Floyd, people went and burnt down the third precinct. When Jacob Blake was shot seven times in the back here in Wisconsin, people went and burnt down churches and buildings and car lots and everything else. And Americans are programmed, that's what happens. As word spread, there was two things that were being spreaded, spread via telephone or word of mouth. One was that an unarmed police officer, or excuse me, an unarmed female shot by a police officer inside the Capitol building. And the other was it was heard over the walkie-talkies that he was given the right to open fire. Whether or not that is true, that is what the word on the street was. And somebody said that it came from Nancy Pelosi. 
that that was the word over the walkie-talkies. Whether or not that's true, I cannot confirm. I did not hear it. But that was what was being spread all throughout the Capitol on that day. And it's funny. Nobody wants to talk about who was in charge of the Capitol police that day. And it's interesting because I think it was Jack Prosevic who posted a meme that said that Donald Trump now got the media to admit that Nancy Pelosi was in charge of Capitol Police that day. Because that's who, that's who was in charge. And those rumors were coming out immediately. So, of course, Nancy Pelosi would want nothing to do with what happened that day at the Capitol. We were lied to about law enforcement officers dying at the Capitol that day. No law enforcement officers died at the Capitol on January 6th. Just protesters and rally goers. That information and misinformation around January 6th is right up there with just about every other protest we've seen. Kenosha unrest misinformation. The Independent was saying that Kyle Rittenhouse shot three African Americans. That wasn't true. That he came across the border with his rifle, with his gun. That wasn't true. All of a sudden, the left cares about borders, huh? Just not the ones at the southern borders. Goes on and on and on and on. The misinformation, the propaganda, the program, the public to have his official narrative and get him to sway their vote. And the reason why they're keeping January 6th alive and the reason why they need January 6th to be there because they need you to remember that to go out and vote. To get the left motivated to go out and vote. And I can guarantee you they're trying to use it as a calling card. And they don't care by what means they need to. But if they can stay in power and push this globalist New World Order agenda, they will do it by any means necessary. So when we come back from break, there's an article we want to talk about. We're going to be talking about how the FBI blocked an interview with an ex-government official who is the suspect in the January 6th pipe bomb case. That's right. They got somebody. They were able to identify him, but the feds have blocked him from being interviewed, says an FBI whistleblower. So now we may know who the pipe bomber was, and it looks like former government official. Let that sink in. We'll be back. After these messages from our sponsors, you're listening to the American Journal. I'm Kristan T. Harris, the RundownLive.com, Milwaukee's independent news talk radio. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone. 
which occurs naturally in our body but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you. That's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Let's 
So we have the left planning to film activists on January 6th. We know that they went there and filmed activists on January 6th. And we know that they went in and turned the videos into the FBI. Many of those activists ended up on the Fed's wanted list of more information. We now know that sedition hunters who were used to go and identify these extremists in much form and shape were uh, affiliated with groups like Antifa and BLM. And we know that they got their directive from Western Intelligence Agency Bellingcat. And now we're finding out that a undercover law enforcement officer identified a fake pipe bomb, said it was a real pipe bomb. And now we have an article on InfoWars right now that the FBI blocked an interview of an ex-government official suspect in the January 6th pipe bombing case. Now, before we dive into this, I want to say, I want to get your guys' thoughts on this January 6th thing. Are you buying this? Were you there on January 6th? Give us a call, 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. And I want to know how you feel this will be looked at in 10, 20 years. What are we going to find out? What's your feelings on the subject? And what information, if you have any, on January 6th you might have that you'd like to share with us? But while we're waiting for your calls, I wanted to dive into this article that's available on InfoWars by Jamie White. Make sure you guys go share this live video, uh, this live feed, as well as share this article on your Twitter and all the different social media platforms out there. The FBI blocked a surveillance team investigating the January 6th pipe bomb incident from interviewing the suspect tied to the case, a former FBI agent claimed. So why would the feds not want the main suspect? In a pipe bombing incident in front of Capitol Hill, which was used as justification to barricade everyone inside the Capitol building, to create much alarm, to lock down the Capitol building, create a lot of ruckus and fear and give justification to open fire on an unarmed female like Ashley Babbitt later inspiring many people to be enraged and commit even more damage to the Capitol building, while putting their very own law enforcement officers under distress. We're posed with quite a quagmire here. So an individual that was caught on the security cameras placing a pair of fake pipe bombs outside of the Republican Democrat National Committee buildings in D.C. the night before, was not allowed to be questioned. But what we do know is both the car and fair card were in the name of a retired Air Force Chief Master Sergeant who was now working as a coordinator and contractor, excuse me, not coordinator, maybe, contractor, and he has security clearance. So why is it that a former Air Force Chief Master Sergeant who's working as a contractor and has security clearance, cannot be questioned for dropping off pipe bombs in front of the Capitol building. Well, what it looks like to me is that this whole thing was hatched and planned behind doors 
by an intelligence agency and some kind of think tank. Just like that New York Post article said at one point was titled 17 and 21 terrorist plots hatched by the FBI, planned, formulated, developed, created. All they had to do is find the actors willing to act. And just like Kabuki Theater developed some kind of play or theater or movie used to social engineer and go after adversarial political activists don't, that don't fit in the official globalist New World Order narrative. Intelligence agencies, somewhere along the line, probably tipped off some of these activist leaders and said, hey, we should put together a website. Of all the influencers on the right and in the center and centric. And then we should go film them and turn that info in to the feds and see if we can get them to do something dumb and get them arrested. Legal? Sure. Legitimate? Probably not. Why couldn't it be that simple? The feds are always... Working along with these extremist groups, heads of the KKK, the heads of the Black Panthers, all informants. Found out even Proud Boy members were informants for the feds. Why wouldn't BLM or some of these far leftists that are in charge of Antifa be informants for the feds? Sitting down, conjuring up ideas of how they could help the feds go after these extremists that might potentially cause some kind of damage or problems in the future. And that's exactly how they do it. Would these QAnon extremists actually attack the Capitol if they think that the government is trafficking children? Which, uh, you know, Operation Flickr and, and talk about the Finders cult and all this interesting stuff when we talk about that, Jeffrey Epstein. I was a key reporter in the Glay Maxwell Jeffrey Epstein trial, only reporter there every day for five weeks, released the stenographer's witness testimonies when nobody else would. Some broke-ass journalist out of Milwaukee did that, not CNN or Fox. Why couldn't they conjure up this plan and just find the actors and then go ahead and Try to wish for the best and see what happened on January 6th. The little push and a little directive. Identify people with megaphones because the people with the megaphones are always the leaders. People who are encouraging violence. People who think that that's a revolution when it was all really a federal sting operation. By the way, where did this QE non nonsense all come from? That smells like a government honeypot as well. I'm not saying that you shouldn't care about child trafficking. I'm just saying where did it come from, and I'm going to tell you where it came from. It came from the censorship as a result of censoring all the media due to Russian collusion. They got rid of all the gatekeepers of fake news, the Alex Joneses. The Rundown Live, the Free Thought Project, the anti-media, all the independent media that was working together like a well-oiled machine where over 60% of people out there got their news from. And they banned them. So people went to 4chan and 8chan and got their 
news from some kind of bread bakers that took breadcrumbs and put together some bogus conspiracy to rile up a bunch of people, and it smelt like a Fed operation from the get-go. There's even people out there admitting that it was being developed and made to identify extremists, and that's exactly what it did. January 6th was the end game, and so many people fell for it. Now when there's real trafficking issues, guess what they're painting those individuals as? Uh, you know. That being said, January 6th is a wild thing, and we're going to get to your calls when we come back from commercial break at the top of the hour. I want you guys to think about January 6th and remember that not everything is always what it seems, but the the fact that you can't ask one of the key suspects in the pipe bombing, which was basically the first domino on January 5th, to allow the government to barricade themselves in and make everyone a criminal that crossed a bike rack. In fact, the bike racks were probably gone before most people like me even got there. And then you're going to use as justification to hand out tickets and break down people's doors and throw them on the ground and arrest them in front of their kids because they trespassed. You couldn't just mail them a ticket. No, you're going to waste taxpayer money being thugs and throwing people on the ground over a bogus sting operation that probably or may not even happen have happened. It wasn't helped along potentially by the feds. Is all alleged. Just that more data that comes out, the more I'm thinking that this was a giant honeypot. I'm your host, Christan T. Harris. You're listening to the American Journal. We'll be back after this message from our sponsors. Don't go anywhere. Share that live link. Give us a call. 1-877-789-4444. Call on it. Twenty-nine years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Have you tried taking the real red pill? A one-of-a-kind heart and brain formula designed exclusively for InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most powerful ingredients in Real Red Pill Plus is pregnanolone. 
Pregnenolone levels decrease with age, and low levels are associated with fatigue, low brain function, and unhealthy aging. The Real Red Pill Plus also provides essential trace minerals, such as vitamin B12, calcium, copper, and zinc. Featuring naturally occurring L-theanine, caffeine, and theobromine, the energy blend inside the Real Red Pill Plus provides an extra pick-me-up for your day that goes beyond the second cup of coffee. So visit InfoWarsStore.com, go down the rabbit hole, and try taking the real red pill. Now 25% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I'm your host, Christophe Harris, filling in for Harrison Smith. Make sure that you guys head on down to the InfoWars store. Right now, there's some great product on sale, DNA Force, combined with Red Pill. They work together. They will help you with your health, be energetic, be prepared. And, well, you know, you basically nowadays, people are eating fast food or eating that greasy, slimy burger at the local fast food shop. You know what? You guys got to start packing lunches. You got to start making yourself food, start growing gardens, getting all that stuff going. But this stuff really aids, aids you. The DNA force, the red pill, working together. And I'm going to tell you how. First of all, CoQ10 is a wonderful product that really helps your circulation. And if you're looking at the nitric boost, which is 40% off, and you're getting 50% off right now, the DNA force alongside with the red pill, you're putting on that armor. You're getting ready to go out in public with all these diseases and sicknesses out there, and you're making sure that you're giving yourself the best chances to repel these viruses, to be healthy, to work out, to get the vitamins and supplements that you need to have good circulation, to battle the foggy cobwebs in your head, as well as getting the most out of your workout. So make sure you guys check out InfoWarsStore.com. This operation is 100% funded by you guys. Everyone behind the scenes, there's all these people that you guys don't even see that depend on you guys to make this happen. And we're competing with the mainstream media. Millions of people tune in every day to InfoWars. Not to CNN, not to Fox. In fact, those guys tune into InfoWars because they want to know what the future has in store for them. And they want to be able to arrange their talking points based on the facts and not the propaganda. They want to know how to combat the real information which is being disseminated by this program. And what kind of programming are you getting? Are you getting that GMO news? From CNN or the One America Network, which is owned by the same company, 90% of who owns CNN. Mm, I bet you you didn't know the Kabuki Theater behind that, where you create one narrative and you make profit by controlling the other narrative and having them face off on national TV. None of that happens here. 100% funded by you guys. We're your program. 
So we need you to get into this battle. Not everyone can share. Not everyone can just like. Some people got to work all day and you're listening to this broadcast while you're sweating away. Maybe you've invested some things that you've never used, tools or whatever. But I'm telling you, investing in yourself by picking up nutraceuticals is an investment in yourself. But at the same time, you can support this war against the new world order. And the reason why I take time every day in the beginning of these broadcasts to mention this is because without you guys, we couldn't be doing this. Don't think that your role isn't important, that every dollar you spend here doesn't go to fighting tyranny and waking up the masses. Because more now than ever, we're under attack with misinformation, the Operation Mockingbird Media, Chill AI accounts, virtual influencers, not even real news anchors spreading misinformation. And we're needed to go out and cover these events. You want real journalism, journalists at the border. You want real journalists at protests. You want real journalists at rallies. Well, we need your help. Head on down to Infowars.com. Pick up some red pill. Pick up some DNA force. Pick up some nitric boost today. And if you need to feed your brain, pick up the books by Alex Jones, The Great Awakening and The Great Reset and put it in your collection. But don't let it sit there and collect desks. Read the books and then maybe give it to somebody else. That's something I always do. I always give one of my books to my friends when they come and visit because I want them to read the information that I have. That being said, when we come back, we're going to have, we're going to take your calls. Phone number here. Is one eight seven 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 eight nine twenty five thirty nine one eight seven 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 eight nine twenty five thirty nine. It back doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. Watching the American Journal with your host, Kristan Harris. Taking your calls, 1-877-789-2539. Dial in right now. We're talking January 6th, what's going on, what's happened, and what was your experience if you had it. We want to get your evidence, your viewpoint, and maybe you guys can bring some evidence or bring up some points that our listeners haven't heard. Like, there's no reason to think that Kristan T. Harris knows everything or Alex Jones knows everything. But all together, working together, we can bring all this information and put together the puzzle of what happened on that day. We're going to go to the phone lines. Matt from Chicago, welcome to the broadcast. What can you contribute 
How are you, Christasi Harris? Nice to be on InfoWars. Um, I guess I can contribute a narrative that I still have yet to hear uh, the last couple of years. And uh, let me first, uh, I guess, just give a little background. Uh, I've been politically active for probably now about five years, definitely woken up by InfoWars. Uh, most definitely woken up by the iodine, uh, reducing the uh, calcification of my pineal gland and my thyroid. Uh, really helped me be able to think clearly, especially on January 6th. So January 6th was the second time that I was in D.C. I was in D.C. with the first stop the steel rally. Um, I actually was fortunate enough to, uh, I guess, escort Alex and, uh, and his uh, security detail uh, to uh, the main speaking place. Uh, I forget if it was at the Supreme Court that day, I believe. But um, January 6th, uh, well, January 5th, getting there, uh, getting into Freedom Square, uh, first thing that they, uh, I guess, you know, Proud Boys had mentioned to me was that um, Enrique had been arrested in Minnesota and on fraudulent gun charges and wasn't even in, the, in, uh, in D.C. So from that moment, things started feeling uh, just different. Waking up the next day, um, about 9.30, I'm getting text messages, and they're saying that there's uh, altercation and fighting going on down at the second speaking event. Now, Trump wasn't even close to the first speaking event, so it was, it was interesting that there was an altercation going on with, with, with police. So I went down, some of my guys, and we went down to his rally where Trump has, and at all the events, he had this uh, gated off area. It was the First Amendment zone. and there was not one protester from the left in that area. And I have a video of it. It's just nothing, nothingness. I think there was even like garbage blowing through. There was nobody protesting at his first speaking event. So knowing the plan uh, to a degree, a lot of patriots, we were all sharing information before January 6th that Antifa was going to be there. And Antifa was going to be wearing Trump cutoff shirts, camouflage pants, and uh, backwards Trump hat. So going to the uh, Trump's event, didn't see any protesters, which is interesting. There's not one organic protester on the left. You know, are they all getting paid? Um, went to the uh, Washington or to, to the monument. On the hill where they were supposed to meet, I guess it was going to be uh, Antifa, that Antifa uh, BLM co-op, uh, uh, Jack Sullivan or whatever his name was. And so we're at the Washington Monument. We don't see anyone there. Trump's already speaking. And it was about 45 minutes after he started, maybe 30, uh, me and my buddy were like, you know, we got to get down to the other speaking event. A, hopefully we can get better seats, and B, if there's fighting going on there, you know, our job always was going to events was to make sure that the place was secure so people could, could express themselves freely and safely. So we start walking down Pennsylvania Avenue, which is about a 40-minute walk from the first speaking event to the second speaking event, and I look behind me, and there's, you know, a huge group of God knows how many people that fill the streets, and again, I have a video of this I can send to you. Um, 
when I got to the building, there was already Trump supporters bleeding, hurt. Um, you know, we were looking at a skeleton crew with maybe eight bike racks, 20 cops. That's it. There were no horse police, which horse police, um, if you've ever seen them, I mean, those things are, they're, they're, they're huge. They're ridiculous. And they would, they would deter anybody, um, really in any, any real occasion, but they weren't there. So on the West side where the media tower was, which is actually the side that Alex was on. And when it all came to, I was about 40 yards in front of Alex, um, just over this little cement wall, right next to the media tower that the QAnon shaman was on. So I get to that. Trump's still speaking, mind you, on the other side of town. And what I witnessed is a Trump supporter bleeding from the back of his head, uh, this old man, and he's reaching underneath the media tower to a pre-positioned pile of black fencing, something that had been broken down from the neighborhood next to us. No black fencing was, is, is on the Capitol grounds whatsoever. So um, I grab him. I say, you know, my dude, I got to get you over this wall. You're bleeding from the back of your head. I got to grab that. You know, I grabbed the, the black fencing from his hand and I look up above me and on the media tower is a fisheye camera that was capturing everything going on that day, what was happening right next to the tower, what was happening on the tower, all of it. And it was within, I'd say, 30 minutes of that point, the majority of then the rest of the Trump um, base, I guess, got to the property. And uh, it was about 10 more minutes went by, and I'm just looking at, you know, the people around, they're carrying crosses, we're chanting, do your job, do your job. Uh, around that time, the pink mask started coming out, which is something that we saw a lot of at the uh, events around the nation with Antifa, was they would have these pink masks, these gas masks, in like preparation for what was about to happen, which to me, you know, in hindsight, screams uh, collusion between uh, either Capitol Police, FBI, but also Antifa. So once they they, they stopped firing uh, tear gas, pepper spray, rubber bullets at the crowd, uh, we uh, we had to triage the injured Trump supporters. We had, you know, old people, young people. You know, I had a, an old lady with, with a walker covered in, like, bear spray or tear gas. It was just – it was kind of embarrassing. Like, to see it all, it was just really such a joke. And uh, I sat on that west side at that cement wall triaging folks for – it felt like an hour and uh, looking for the identifying um, visual identifiers that Alexander Soros' email exposed about two weeks before January 6th. If you recall, on like Parler and, and, and really all of the main – um, the main uh, social media sites, people were sharing uh, a hacked email from Alexander Soros that stated that Antifa were to be there and they were going to be wearing camouflage, uh, fresh camouflage, it said, and Trump cutoffs and backwards Trump uh, MAGA hat. So being there, security, utmost importance, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking through the crowd and I was, the people that were coming over and make, making their way towards the building had to essentially grab my hand and jump down and then work their way towards. And I was about 350 to 400 yards away from the building. I never crossed the uh, original police line that I had uh, 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 seen and come up to, which was that same line that you'll see uh, uh, Ray Epps. Um, it was that same side. So three people came through in that hour that fit the exact definition and exact look that, that Alexander Soros had listed in his emails. And the last gentleman that I got out of the crowd working his way towards the building, um, it was just after Ashley Babbitt had been shot. Two Oath Keepers came up to me, and they said, hey, we just want to let you know someone had been shot and killed on the inside. We've been told that they have been authorized to use lethal force. And I'm sitting there looking at them, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like, none of us signed up for that. We went there for, uh, for, for investigation on us. On, 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 you know, a 10 day investigation on this, on this fraudulent election that no one can deny. You can't deny it at all. And sure is, uh, sure is that this last guy comes over with the American flag in his left hand or right hand and it was in a ball. So he was utilizing the flag as like a pad to protect little, little weak soy boy hands. I guess from climbing up the bike rack, which it was kind of crazy. So once he got up the bike rack, he jumped down on that west side, like I was saying, on the other side of that, that, that cement wall. And what I see in his left hand, so he's got the flag in the right, and in his left hand, he's got a lighter. And he holds it above his head, and he's trying to strike it as if he's going to light the flag on fire. So as quick as I could... I dropped my hand underneath, I grabbed his throat, and I lifted him up a little, and left hand goes to his right, and I'm grabbing the flag, and he, as I'm like squeezing his neck, he says, take it, it's yours. So I hand him off to the Oath Keepers to get him uh, over the other side of the wall, and I ended up putting the flag underneath my body armor. But that narrative of the interaction with the Antifa is still something that none of us have heard. I had the FBI come into my shop. I'm a barber. You can find me on social media at Patriot Barber. Um, but I own uh, a barber shop. And they had to find me there and harass. I have videos. I have screenshots. I have the flag, tangible. It's in my shop. It's hanging. It's dated 1621 on the uh, uh, on the flag. It's just, you know, if you reclaim a flag. That is yours. It is a trophy. It is my trophy. Um, and it's just, this is a, this is a narrative that, that I really wish we would, as patriots, I guess, start to have a conversation about. Cause, well, we got to explore know, it, man. Um, what we got to do is we got to really dive into it. And that's, that's one of the things I've been talking about this whole broadcast. And I can tell you from my personal experience, Matt, there was one small kid who looked like, uh, right, exactly what you explained, an Antifa member. I got him on camera. He followed me from the minute I started uh, heading towards the Capitol, and he followed me up the wow. stairs as I was covering outside the Capitol building. And after everything went down and the Capitol police 
secured the Capitol building and they pushed me. They literally batoned me and pushed me off of a ledge for a second. This little pipsqueak oh that was God. following me the whole time came and he swiped my cell phone and knocked my video camera out of the uh, stabilizer. And luckily I was able oh, wow. to get my phone back, but my stabilizer, I couldn't because it fell behind police lines. I didn't commit any violence. I was there as a press club member, reporter. I didn't break any laws. I went and filmed and, you know, was broadcasting right. live what was going on. But I can tell you, we know due to this Airtable website, the Antifa was trying exactly. to find out the location of everyone there. This is a smoking gun. This is important. And it just so happened to be dumb luck that I reported on it a week prior. And we need to understand that this was a honeypot. And the more we can do that, the more it can be used to discredit that it was, well, I you know, got what the was flag. going on. I got the flag for you. We got the flag. They never burned the flag in front of the Capitol. They can never now frame us as the terrorists that they wanted to in the U.N. Memorandum 7277 that states we are to be the ones that, that, that you know, they deem to be terrorists. They called it the Patriot Act for a reason, you know. But I think that what we did there was so important. It's it's taking what Alex had really essentially, you know, uh, talked about, and it's it's knowing the game plan of the New World Order, seeing their attack on us, and, and being that they're so large and dumb and cumbersome, we were able to identify the attack and essentially dethrone and pull these people out. I mean, one of the Antifa members had his pockets stuffed with frozen coats. The last time I saw that was when I was going toe-to-toe with Antifa in Chicago. What did they have? Pockets stuffed with frozen coats. So he jumps down, and I look at him, and I smell him hitting his vape. It's like strawberry kiwi soy boy. And I'm like, well, that doesn't smell like something you smell at a a Trump rally. (laughs) And I look at him, and I go, what are you doing? He's like, I'm throwing these at the cops. I'm like, no, you're not. He goes, yeah, everyone's throwing stuff at cops. And I look at him, and I go, you know, no, we're effing not. I push him off the bike rack, get him back over the, the um, that little cement wall. And then there was another guy who was working towards the uh, building, same outfit, same sort of outfit. He had a skateboard that was unused. I still skate, so I know, you know, I know what skateboards uh, that are used look like. This guy had stickers. It was a weapon. And he had a backpack. And backpacks aren't allowed at rallies. So in my mind, the worst-case scenario was potentially that that backpack had a bomb or something in it. You know, we all knew prior that something was going to happen. I think I even recall hearing that they were mentioning, you know, pipe bombs and uh, something about the hospitals and the counties around were all on full, full staff when the police were on a skeleton crew. Like if we can somehow expose Antifa being involved, um, I think it would do us a lot. I think it would do us a lot. And, um, I have to say thanks for your call and the information and your experience that day. I know that a lot of people out there had different experiences and, um, you know, the, the way it's being framed. I tell you what, if BLM charged the Capitol and took over the Capitol building, would they have called it an insurrection? Do you think so, Matt? No. In the 70s, you know, like this is. They had pro-Palestine folks insurrect a couple weeks ago. They were all up inside the chambers, and none of them have been arrested. None of them have had charges. But we, you know, you have someone harassing you and following you, doing the Antifa thing, trying to hit your phone, like little girls, 
And, uh, <laughs> you know, I have the FBI come. It's, they're so pathetic. And it's, I have the FBI well, coming to my shop. So, you know, um, thank you for your time. Thank you for talking about this. Um, I love you guys. Man, I'm going to come down and, to your uh, barber shop and get cut up one of these days. Uh, Patriot Barber, oh, bro, I'll be I love it. out. Uh, I'll check it out. And I'm in Milwaukee, so I'm going to Yeah, Patriot five. Barber on Instagram. I'll check it out, Patriot man. Patriot Barber on Instagram. Be blessed. Thanks for your call. What an interesting day. What an interesting thought of what was going on. And, yeah, we have to identify it. Like, we have to identify and admit that, you know, these organizations are in bed with each other, that uh, the left extremists were definitely being used as free labor by the feds. And it's funny how much uh, these leftists hate the police and they hate the feds, but all they really want to be is police and authoritarians. They hate authoritarianism. They just want to be the authority. You know, they want to be their own little fascists there. That being said, we're going to go to calls here if you guys want to call in. The phone number here is 1-877-789-2539. You're listening to the American Journal. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris of the Rundown Live, Milwaukee's independent news and talk radio top protest reporter, cover urban war zones, as well as many different things that are going on in the world. So we, you know, we got to we got to get to the bottom of this. Let's go ahead and we're going to go to Lacey in Tampa. Lacey in Tampa, welcome to the broadcast. What do you got for us? Hi, Kristan. What a pleasure to speak with you on this most exquisite platform and, of course, the best there is worldwide. Shout out to the crew. Uh, you guys don't get enough credit. Shout, shout out to the writers as well. You guys are awesome. Um, what I wanted to talk about is the pipe bomb and the fact that the leftist agenda, they're dead silent about the pipe bomb. They never bring it up. They never talk about it. They never try to use it to their advantage, and I think that's very telling because if they thought for a second that they could use that, if they thought that it was legitimate, if they thought that it was somebody that actually planted that, that was there on January 6th, they would have milked that to no end, but they didn't do that, and I think that that pretty much uh, spells it out for us right there. It was definitely an inside job. Well, I mean, during the Boston bombing, they sure worked out the backpack uh, narrative and the the local uh, governor said he saw the or he heard that there was a video of them putting down the backpack and no one ever saw the video. The video was never even brought up in court and the lawyers said they didn't even believe it exists. Here they have video of a guy with the backpack dropping pipe bombs and nobody's running with it. Why is that, Lacey? What a great point. no. Listen, this is like the Weezer song, Undone, the sweater song. Once you start pulling that thread, everything becomes unraveled, and they are afraid to talk about it because the details will prove they had a hand in it. That's just my opinion. Great call, Lacey. I appreciate it, and thanks for calling in. It's always great callers here in American Journal. And I got to tell you guys, you know who is responsible for that law the law enforcement's death? On January 6th, the poor leadership. Who is in charge of the police at Capitol Hill? And I'm surprised law enforcement at Capitol Hill aren't more upset about the position that our government put them in. And I'm not saying that 
the police aren't heroes and they weren't doing their job. Those guys were tough sitting out there. And I can tell you a lot of people that were there were trying to assist law enforcement. They weren't trying to harm them. In fact, they, they literally helped a law enforcement officer who was sick to get up and get back to the Capitol, who ended up, I believe, dying behind police lines because he didn't get attention from his fellow officers. Instead of getting rushed to the hospital, they just left him there. Like, I don't know. Uh, that's allegedly, allegedly that's what's going on and based on what the news reports and different reports that are out there. But January 6th smells like an inside job and we're going to continue to take your calls because this is a hot topic today and we're going to dive into social credit scores and pre-crime and all that coming up as well. But when we come back from break, we're going to get to Andrew in New Jersey. We're going to try to mow through some of these calls. Julian in Georgia, James in Ohio, William in Texas. We got Steve in Delaware and Simon in Florida and many others. If you want to get in on this in-depth conversation on January 6th, one 2539 there is evidence to suggest collusion of some sort between these extremist leftist organizations that hate cops. They don't, they're ACAB leftists. But in all reality, they just want to be the cops. They just want to be the authoritarians. They just, they hate fascism, but they want to act like fascists because that's how they're programmed. They got these far left leaders who want to tell them that Bolshevik communist tactics are the way to go. And that's exactly what they did. They acted as little feds. They did the feds bidding. And guess what? Guess who they're coming for now? These leftists. They're cleaning up all the leftists that helped them. You can go on their Twitters and see them go, oh, the feds visited me. Yeah, because you're posting about potentially bombing places. Of course, at some time when the feds are done with you, they're going to come and they're going to bother you and investigate and ask questions and potentially arrest you. We're going to hear more from you guys when we come back from break. You're listening to the American Journal. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris. Follow me on Twitter. Kristan T. Harris. Just go to InfoWars Twitter account and you can actually just find me. They've been sharing the tweet that I'm going live. You can find me on Rumble, The Rundown Live, Spotify, The Rundown Live, iHeartRadio, The Rundown Live, and Band on Video, The Rundown Live. We'll be back. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America. Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. 
premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now... We have brought back the coffee, and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best-tasting, best-smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game-changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund our operation a 360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wig of America. And finally, the best tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years. Because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock. But a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or four thousand bottles of each one of these. I think we got... 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Kristan Harris. 1-877-789-2539 is the call number here at American Journal. You can find me at rumble.com forward slash the rundown live or the rundown live.com. Uh, that being said, we're going to be going to your calls. We're discussing January 6th and what seems to be more and more likely, uh, the evidence is pointing to it to being a giant honeypot where the left was in some kind of collusion with government agencies at some level and at least did their bidding to use uh, the sedition hunters, which was getting Bellingcat 
Directive, which is a, a you know Western intelligence contractor, uh, to basically go around and identify extremists and turn in uh, their adversaries to squelch any kind of real Americana or libertarian or volunteerist, uh, you know, takeover per se of uh, you know social engineering of uh, idea ideologies, like to snuff out any kind of. I would say competing ideas and theories to their fully automated luxury communist ideas. That being said, we've had some great callers. We're going to go and we're going to go through these phone calls. We're going to go through them somewhat quick in this segment. We're going to start with Andrew from New Jersey, an entrapment operation. Andrew believes January 6th was an entrapment uh, operation. Andrew, you have a couple minutes here. What do you, what do you got to contribute to this conversation here? That's me, Andrew, New York, actually. Um, yeah, so it was totally an entrapment operation. Um, like the scaffold guy, the Ray Epstein kept telling the crowd to move up, and um, they were they were dressed as Trump supporters. They even showed on camera that they were dressing into the into the Trump gear, and it was like a lot of it was crisis acting too. Like, um, I don't know if you ever saw Blues News. They had this thing that it, it seemed like Ashley Babbitt like. She was still alive. But they they said that she's a crisis actor. Like the people around her were saying that. Um, also, like you, like the Ukrainians were there. Um, I'm not saying that necessarily. Like that's what happened. Like with with Babbitt, like, I think she probably died because I, she think she probably was alive. She probably was alive because like the camera footage was just so slow with a lot of like weird like coordination like crisis acting looking things and people around her were saying that Ashley Babbitt was a, a crisis actor and Chansley I'm not saying he did anything wrong either but he was in um like in Ukraine and he was also in like some BLM rallies and he was one of the first people when they broke the window he didn't break the window but he was one of the first people to be allowed into the Capitol I mean they were told to go in, to go into the into the Capitol so I mean it's not like trespassing like with a pipe bomb, like that happened like 20 minutes when they, right around the time when they breached the Capitol, like it was time for like 20 minutes and the Capitol police and all that, like you're saying, with uh, the pipe bomb. Um, and then people saying that they, uh, the feds attacked the, the crowd first. Um, yeah, I know that uh, they did uh, launch some flashbang grenades and uh, I believe uh, tear gas as well. Andrew, thanks for the call. I appreciate you. I'm not quite sure. I'm not sold on the crisis actor narrative because Ashley Babbitt was wheeled out right by us and there's a lot of blood and things of that nature. A lot of people um, spread information and it's good to bring in all info and, and investigate all info. But we have to work with evidence of what we know. And what we do know is that Ashley Babbitt was an unarmed female. She was shot. Um, that narrative doesn't really fit any benefit, I think, for the left as far as that goes. But I, I do have to say that I agree that uh, this seemed to be a honeypot by all means and an entrapment. Uh, that's for sure. Let's go to William in Texas. Welcome to the broadcast. You got a couple minutes here. What do you got for us and uh, what's your take on this? Yes, sir. Well, the thing is, is that one year before January 6th, Washington, D.C. was in flames. And on January 6th, there wasn't any of that going on. If anyone's ever been to a Trump rally, they know that people are being overly nice and sensitive and all that. 
and they would have been watching Trump and wanted to march with Trump. And instead, they were shaking barriers. And the thing is, is that we were there to try to convince people that we had won the election. We weren't there to try to, you know, loot the Capitol. We were there to try to prove a point. And that's that's uh, it, it goes against what we were there for. And, you know, with this pipe bomb coming out and them not addressing it, that's huge. And we're, we're just at this point where we're so divided and the left will do anything they can do to try to do it. And it, what a perfect time when you're trying to certify the election that, you know, this perfect opportunity comes up. And we're, we're finding out that one thing after another that Americans were set up, you know, grandmas were set up and hey, the grandmas are not liking it and they, they mess with the wrong people. William from Texas, thanks for your call. Always great to hear from you. Let's go ahead and hit on, uh, let's see, what do we got here? Let's take uh, Steve from Delaware. Steve from Delaware, welcome to the broadcast. What do you have to bring to the table today on the January 6th phenomenon? Hey, sir, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, just uh, one thing I never saw the news report on is just the fire trucks and the ambulances and police cars. They All they were doing was driving around in circles. I, I'm assuming like optics for, for the news. There was there was nothing happening. And they, they got all these roadblocks. And I finally had to get out of my car and go to an officer and say, look, you need to unblock this road. You got us going in circles. And I told him, I said, you know what you're doing. So he eventually opened it up, let some traffic through, and everybody was able to get back to the hotel. Uh, when I got home, uh, my neighbor was like, hey, the FBI was here. I'm like, what? What did they want? Well, they were asking about guns. He said, I got really nervous uh, because I had your guns while you were in D.C. And I'm like, what? What is going on? They went to my sister's house. They went to the shooting range that I belonged to. Uh, what else? Oh, one of, one of my neighbor's houses. And I'm like, what is going on? So they finally called me, and I'm furious with them. And I'm like, what is it that you want? Well, we got a few questions. And I told them, I was like, I don't speak to people that hang out with the likes of James Comey. And I just hung up on them. That was the last I heard. Um, I, now, why they were trying to get a hold of me, uh, I don't know. Uh, I was in the, uh, let's see, I was in the same hotel as uh, Millie Weaver at the, the Hilton Garden. And I think maybe my my last name on, what was it, uh, my tactical vest. I think that got caught in her her video. So, but I, I was never even anywhere close to the Capitol. At one point, everybody's phones just completely stopped working. Uh, even even my camcorder, the SD card, uh, it said no SD card, and I'm like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Uh, but I would like it if you know somebody had a website where you can upload your videos or uh, you know just just meet, re find the people that you met uh, when you were there, and just uh, you know it's a good thing to talk about with people that you met while you were there. 
You know, Steve, it's interesting. I appreciate your call. And as a person that's been involved in like so many protests, a lot of times when I bump into people uh, that went through some of the traumatic stuff, especially the Kenosha unrest being, you know, 20 yards from the second and third shooting of Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, when we get together, we talk about these things. It's very therapeutic at many times. I know one of the callers mentioned the Ukraine media uh, on film uh, being at the Capitol building, the video that Ben Swan provided, which had the actor of uh, the Ukraine media guy doing a documentary. That was my video. Uh, they used that in Ben Swan's Truth and Media segment. Most recently, a lot of my reporting gets put into the news and a lot of people don't realize because the media doesn't like to give me credit a lot of times. And I'm going to tell you, I do good work, man, and so does InfoWars. You guys got to go out and support them. Hit the InfoWars store. Pick up that DNA Force Red Pill Combo, 50% off. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris, the Rundown Live, Milwaukee's Independent News and Talk Radio. We'll be back with your calls. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 
red shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's the Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next-level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself to the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Eight seven 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 eight nine twenty five thirty nine is the number to get into the conversation about January sixth. I'm your host, Tristan T. Harris, world-renowned protest reporter covering urban war zones, as well as things your mainstream news won't cover at therundownlive.com, Milwaukee's independent news and talk radio. You can find my broadcast on Spotify or iHeartRadio. Tune in after Owen Troyer's War Zone and you're done here at InfoWars and head on over to band.video and follow The Rundown Live. Our videos are usually updated there, but if you just want the audio, it can be found on just about every podcasting platform out there. We're accurate. We're your forecast in the future. And I'm blessed to be here today filling in for the honorable Harrison Smith on American Journal. And it's a great program and great callers. And I want to say there's a lot of people behind the scenes that depend on you. They depend on your interaction. They depend on your shares. They depend on you posting to social media. They depend on your purchases on the InfoWars store. So make sure you support them. Go there, pick up some uh, DNA Force and Red Pill, which is 50% off, and the Nitric Boost, which is 40% off. All of them have great health benefits. It isn't hard to find the traces of why you should be purchasing these things, especially if you're sitting behind a keyboard all day and you're a keyboard warrior, you need to get up, you need to stretch, and you need to get that blood going. And to help your blood along through your system, the Nitric Boost is a great product. So make sure you guys definitely support that. So, so far, today's broadcast, we've tied the fact that Antifa and BLM had a website put out where they posted over 200 activists that we cataloged at the Rundown Live on January 31st, New Year's Eve. So what I was doing in 2020, giving you three hours of news and taking calls. And on that program, I was able to publish, before the website was taken down, a, a wide range and a plethora of individuals they were going to target on January 6th to film. And most likely those videos and those that filming 
of the undercover agents, of activists who were there to cause ruckus and put up bogus claims or encourage people to do damage and the gullible sheep out there a lot of times, love them or hate them, went ahead and followed along, then got filmed and got reported the feds and ended up on the FBI website. And I can tell you, if you go through the list of the images that we have on the Rundown Lives January 31st of 2020 video that we showed on this broadcast in the beginning of the show, that the Airtable account that was put together by Antifa and BLM, who, by the way, a majority are the sedition hunters who get their directive from a organization known as Bill and Cat, which is a contractor for our government, all far leftists involved in those organizations in communication with each other, almost openly, it's easy to find the strands of this, just do a little investigation, probably work together to inspire it, not even probably, most likely. And the more and more we look at January 6th, it seems to be a rich, hot honeypot. So before we dive into social credit scores and Donald Trump calling for freedom cities, and I'm kind of weary. Anything that sounds patriotic or freedom seems to be dystopic. The Patriot Act, not very patriotic. That being said, we're going to go ahead and go to James from Ohio. Thanks for waiting, James. Got some information you can bring to the table dealing with the January 6th dinner conversation here. What do you got for us, James in Ohio? Welcome, another Midwestern. Great to hear from you. Hey, thanks for having me, Mr. Harris. Can you hear me fine? We can hear you loud and clear. All right, thank you. So um, I got a little disconnected from January 6th because uh, I got incarcerated at the end of 2020. And when I got sent to prison, while you're in prison, like, you just have no no real information. You're just getting fed leftist stuff in there. So until about August or September of 2021, I had no idea what January 6th was. Never really even heard of it until August or September. Um, and then I started seeing videos and stuff. But then when I finally got out in October, I finally started seeing it and paying attention to it and got back to watching InfoWars and everything. Well, I mean, it's so plain to see nowadays, all these years later, this is a complete honeypot. I mean, I watch the news all the time, like literally all day. And I watch CNN and MSNBC. These people do not want to talk about Ashley Babbitt, okay? They don't want to talk about Ray Epps and what, what he was commanding people to do, okay? They don't want to talk about the pipe bombs, the lack of security, who was in control of security. They don't want to talk about how these political prisoners were literally being ushered around the Capitol. You have to put all this stuff in perspective and think about it. And, and the fact that this, this media doesn't want to talk about any of it is completely, completely showing the veil of it's just a complete cover-up. I mean, they, they put their people there to set out an agenda. It failed. Okay? Now they have to secretly, and like your uh, producer said, very delicately, they have to to go around and arrest patriots, but not have the whole world know the, the broad picture of what really, really went down that day. So it's like, it's a very, very delicate situation they got themselves into. And the way I look at it is all their plans are molding, okay? And when you have a crack inside of a molding like this, you have to keep pushing into that crack. 
You can't let them patch up the molding because every time they patch up these moldings, what happens? The story disappears, okay? And then all the people just walk away. And no one's ever held, ac- held accountable. It, it's, it's incredible. We have to keep pushing down to this crack. Keep exposing. Keep exposing. And um, I, one more thing before I go. Um, I really feel like God wants me to get on a platform like this and talk about this video, okay? There's this video. It's called Secret Covenant, all right? And it's on TikTok. And I know TikTok, everybody wants it banned, but I honestly believe the banning of TikTok is like a smokescreen um, because they, they say it has bad stuff and it has some kind of nudity sometimes and stuff like that. And yes, it does have bad stuff like that, but it also has a lot of secrets that they cannot allow us to know, okay? And this video called Secret Covenant, all right, if you can find it, um, I have it tagged on my page, Sean Griffith, S-H-A-W-N-G-R-I-F-F-I-T-H, and then the number one. I have it on there, okay? If you go and watch it, top right corner, it's this lady for seven minutes, and she's literally just reading this document called the Secret Covenant that the Rockefellers made, okay? And I'm telling you, it literally lays out everything that they've done to us, everything they continue to do to us, and everything that they're going to do to us. It's very incredible. I very I encourage people to please go and check that video out. Please. I'm not looking for followers. Don't follow my page. Don't like anything. Don't do that. Just go and watch the video. Download the video and just expose it to the world. Please, please, please. Now, thank James you. James from Ohio. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. And I wanted to read this excerpt from Plan to Transform the U.S. into a Play State from Myron C. Fagan. It's a 1969 news bulletin. And I just wanted to equate this to you guys because uh, this is where the United States was in 1969. It says, for almost two centuries, the whole world has been doing a lot of talking about what a free country the United States is. According to our Constitution, you can say anything you want to. Question any institution you live under, elect them, uh, under elect them men to whom you entrust the safety and security of our nation, which means your personal safety. And if you believe or suspect that those men you voted for and you voted into hype offices have betrayed their oaths, you are free to charge them with betrayals. You are free to even charge them with outright treason. That is what our Constitution tells us. But that is no longer true. Our Constitution now is just a scrap of paper. If you doubt that, go just go back to 1954 when the treasonous Earl Warren began to issue the Supreme Court decisions based on the principles of the U.N. Charter, thus flouting our Constitution and transforming it into just a scrap of paper. But that can be changed. The Constitution can be restored by the will of the people, but the people have to be so completely, but the people have been so completely brainwashed by our treasons, by the Council of Foreign Relations, controlled mass control communications media that they seemingly cannot recognize the real facts of life in the country today. They don't know how to exercise their will. And that is true to this very day. Myron C. Fagan, Jewish broadcaster, uh, he would put together a vinyl series called the CFR Illuminati by um, Anthony Hilder, um, who was also another pioneer in independent media and bringing awareness to the global multinational corporatist construct known as the New World Order. That being said, guys, We appreciate the calls. We'll be going to more of them Uh, when we come back. We're going to take a couple more calls, but then we're going to dive into social credit scores. We're going to dive into AI smart cities, pre-crime, and the police state that is right around the corner. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris. 
You're listening to The American Journal on InfoWars.com. We'll be back. Frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity, and that there's mass sterilization that's already taken place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers to sign copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. InfoWarsStore.com or 888 253 3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of turbo force rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. Turbo force ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with Turbo Force. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the Turbo Force be with you. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Chris Don Harris. It's no lie that the world hasn't changed a whole lot in the last 50 years, as we can tell by Myron C. Fagan's uh, writings about the police state or the idea to transform the United States into a police state. And I can tell you that play, plan is in full force right now as they're trying to push this new agenda of social credit scores. And if you're out there and you've never heard of social credit scores, you're like, what in the hell are social credit scores? Well, imagine getting rid of your standard credit score and changing every interaction with every human being into a transaction. Which reminds me, imagine, you know, if you talk to somebody and you're rude to them, you might get a low rating on your social credit score. You'll go into Walmart trying to return something, you get upset, you yell at the manager, they might ban you from buying anything from Walmart through your social credit score or your app. Maybe you're looking to move and your social credit score is not high enough to move to the location you want because they don't want anyone in that area that has a low social credit score. It could potentially be rated based on, you know, 
data gathered from everything from social media to dating uh, to dating sites. Dating sites such, such as Plenty of Fish collect a plethora of political information, a plethora of your personal information. How is that data used and how does law enforcement use that data? Well, guess what? Law enforcement is already instilling social credit scores to identify and learn how to react to you as an American citizen. They call them citizen threat scores. That's right. Pre-crime is well on its way at the fusion centers. The software is there telling law enforcement how to patrol neighborhoods based on social media, what could be hot areas, and who to investigate based on what they post. There's an article out there talking about this very topic of citizen threat scores. And of course, law enforcement will get it first, and it's basically the entry level and the introduction to the American version of the social credit score. How will it work? How will they indoctrinate us? Will it be through the CRT Common Core communitarianism curriculum where your children are being metadata collected and they're giving them virtual social credit scores until they're 18? And then maybe if your social credit score is high enough as a parent, they give them a clean slate at 18? Maybe you'll have to one day go to a social credit score re-education camp so that you can move to a new neighborhood and you'll go there and you'll sit down and they'll say and look at your social media account and be like, well, your best friend John thinks 9-11 is an inside job. He's holding back your social credit score. Now, I know John's your best friend. Maybe you just remove him from your social media. You can still call him. You can still be best friends. Just don't have any correlation with John, and that will boost your social credit score by, you know, 15 or 20 points. And here we see you go to Evangelical Assemblies of God Church. Well, unfortunately, your church negatively, negatively impacts your social credit score. You need to be a good Catholic like Joe Biden. Follow the state-ordained religion. The government-run religion. I tell you what, that will boost your social credit score by another 20 points. And just coming to this meeting and making these changes in good faith will, faith will boost you 100 points. We can get your kid into the school you want to send them to, and you can move to the neighborhood you want to at this time. That's where social credit score is going. And as we get into the subject, we're going to take more of your calls on it as well. I want you to think about what is your social credit score if it was there right now? Would you would you be willing to change who you associate with on social media? Would you be willing to change who you are? Because every interaction has changed to a transaction because that is what is going to happen if you don't speak up now. I'm your host, Chris Dante Harris. We'll be back after this message from our sponsor. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. 
Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Kristan Harris. As the years go on, it looks like 1984 was a road map more than it was a fictitious dystopic novel. And there's so many different novels out there where people warning of where we're going with social credit scores. But the idea that these re-education centers are being set up to help you with your social credit score. Well, I guess you can't deny that there's a good opportunity for them to try to get you to be a good citizen. So what is it like to live underneath a social credit score? I want you guys to listen, and if you're watching in the video feed on Rumble or on Band.Video, listen to how China is dealing with their social credit score and the way that people have adjusted to it over the years. If we can go ahead and play clip two. Last Canadian police shared a computer-generated image they created from DNA phenotyping in an attempt to identify a suspect from a 2019 a sexual clip. assault case. The- Sorry, guys. I apologize. Um, that would be the wrong clip there. There's a YouTube clip three. Clip three. There you go. Sorry about that. They're constantly monitored by facial recognition cameras that are able to instantly put a face to a name. Now, the Chinese are also ranked, given a mark out of a possible 950 points. A score in the 700s is considered good. Around the 500 mark is not. For now, the number is a sort of bank credit rating, keeping track of everyone's spending habits. I think being ranked is a good thing. A society has to have rules. It forces us to be well-behaved. It may seem scary, but it's just like that here. We're used to it, and anyway, we don't have a choice. But in an effort to keep all of its subjects in line, Beijing is taking the system a step further in 2020. It's aggregating data gathered by banks, private companies, and the state to rate if someone's a good or bad citizen. By using the most data possible, the so-called big data, the system will play an important role in rebuilding a moral society. The state will go over every detail of a person's life with a fine-tooth comb, their financial situation, spending habits, career, even behavior on social media. 
Criticizing the government online or displaying outward signs of wealth is a no-no. On the other hand, praising the party or giving blood increases your social credit. Xiao Wen Wang is a model citizen. She lives in Nanjing, a testing ground for social ranking. Married with a child, she has a job in a retirement home, no debts, and she wouldn't dream of jaywalking. As a good citizen, I respect the rules of the road. If I didn't, I'd lose points on my social credit. In theory, everything can be taken into account in the social score, even the most innocuous errands like supermarket shopping. When Xiao Wen Wang makes an electronic payment, her purchases tell the state a lot about her. Buying cigarettes would count against her. On the other hand, nappies show she's an attentive mother. Beer could indicate alcoholism. She'd be better off buying water. In this pilot city of eight million people, there are only 18,000 model citizens. For Xiao Wen Wang, there are perks to be had, such as paying half price for the bus. I get discounts for all public services, even at museums, and the library is free for me, thanks to my school. A good school brings benefits, but people with low scores lose rights. The cinema names and shames people considered untrustworthy, plastering their details, even their addresses, across big screens. It's a matter of principle. Those people have to be condemned. Those people aren't honest, so they have to pay the price. It's only right to pay your debts. You have to blacklist those that don't. The Supreme Court has created a blacklist for so-called bad citizens, those whose ratings have dropped to zero. On it are companies, but also 23 million people to date. Among them is this journalist Liu Hu. He got a little too close to uncovering corruption among high-profile party members. After being sued for defamation by the subject of a story he'd written, he was blacklisted. He only realized when he tried to buy a train ticket and was told he was banned from traveling. That tells me I'm still on the blacklist. Punished because he's been branded untrustworthy by the state. Once you're blacklisted, you can no longer get a bank loan, start a business, buy an apartment, or even send your children to a private school. Yu Hu is among a tiny minority of people who have dared to criticize the system, which some are calling a digital dictatorship. I worry because I think many people like me will be deprived of individual freedoms, and all of us will live with restrictions of one kind or another. After our meeting, Yu Hu learned that his name had been removed from the blacklist, but he still has a long way to go if he doesn't want to languish at the bottom of the social credit hierarchy. Think about that: good citizen, bad citizen. Governments want to control what you do, where you go, who you associate with, with where you go to church, where you shop. If you're a good citizen, if you trust the government, if you're not, he was a journalist reporting on government corruption. He got blacklisted, can't fly, can't get on a train, can't do any of that. And that's the way our nation wants to go. I wonder what our nation's social credit score would be, being 34 trillion dollars in debt. I wonder what every nation's social credit score would be, being in debt. When every nation's in debt, where did all the money go? I'll let you guys think about that just for a minute. That should be a T-shirt. Where did all the money go if every nation's in debt?
Obviously, their social credit scores wouldn't be really good. It seems really hypocritical. They want to give you a social credit score, control what you buy when you buy it. You want a cigar? Guess what? It's going to hurt your social credit score. You're going to buy a beer after a hard day of work? Hopefully, it's not Lone Star or Milwaukee's Best. It's going to hurt your credit score. Gonna buy a bottle of water? Well, you're a good citizen. Get that fluoride. Mmm. Maybe if you get fluoride free water, it'll hurt your credit score. If you don't get the GMOs, who knows which way they're gonna roll with this? But they want to control every aspect of your life. And if you looked at it, they used facial recognition and gauge sensors to identify you and help gauge your social credit score. Well, who's in charge of the facial recognition in our nation? It's the fusion centers and law enforcement. And of course, they're getting rolled out with citizen threat scores to start identifying you. And these smart cities that are popping up all over the place, and it won't even be police officers doing the work anymore. It's going to be artificial intelligence with robot. If you haven't heard, RoboCop is here in the United States. One of the more popular units looks like a Dalek from Doctor Who. It's called a Nightscope K5. And who's to say they don't put a little Stingray box inside a little Nightscope K5, which downloads all your cell phone conversations straight to the robot so they can identify what conversations are going on in real time. They don't, they haven't been following the Constitution for a long time, getting their 1033 program toys to listen in and spy on Americans at the government and local levels through law enforcement with hailstorm. And boy, we're going to violate everyone's locals, local liberties and freedoms to find a chicken wing thief or to go after one individual. We're going to download all conversations to a squad car. You better believe they have some kind of AI filter that's going to go through and identify conversations. They're going to know everything you're saying, you're talking, and all in real time. And all be a violation of your constitutional liberties. And if you don't believe they're going to do that, just look at the way the Department of Homeland Security is buying up metadata without a warrant, a violation of your Fourth Amendment rights because of a loophole. Now we're talking 15-minute smart city. We're talking taking people's DNA and being able to develop and identify an individual. What if I told you that if you bumped into someone and they committed a crime and your DNA was on them, that you could potentially end up having your face on a police channel as a potential suspect in some kind of crime. That's how extreme pre-crime is getting. They just need your DNA and the little computer spits out an image of what you look like. We can roll clip two now. 
Last week, Canadian police shared a computer-generated image they created from DNA phenotyping in an attempt to identify a suspect from a 2019 sexual assault case. The Edmonton Police Service used a company called Parabon Nano Labs, who used a DNA sample from the suspect to create this image of a young black man. The police department then shared this image across its social media and website, claiming that it was a last resort attempt at finding a lead in the case. But this image could be anybody. DNA can't determine things like age, BMI, and environment environmental factors such as facial hair scars or tattoos. The decision to create and share this image raises a lot of questions about racial biases in DNA phenotyping and the privacy violations of DNA databases that investigators are able to search through. Sharing this computer-generated guess of a suspect can lead to the mass surveillance and suspicion of any black man who falls under the specified height of 5'4". This image implicates far too broad of a pool of people, especially when people of color are already disproportionately targeted. Seeing the composite image with no context or previous knowledge about DNA phenotyping can mislead a lot of people to believe that the image is exactly what the suspect looks like. This isn't the first time this has happened either. Parabon, the lab behind the image, has worked on hundreds of other law enforcement investigations. They create the composite image by running the suspect's DNA through machine learning models that compare the DNA to thousands of other DNA and their corresponding image. But where does this DNA come from? The database uses DNA from open source free genealogy websites where people submit their DNA samples to, often without knowing fully how their DNA will be used for later forensic purposes. Many police departments have also been collecting DNA from innocent people and people who commit minor crimes to create mass DNA databases. Because people of color are already disproportionately arrested, these DNA databases further inscribe criminality onto marginalized communities. In response to the criticism, the Edmonton Police Department announced in a press release two days later that the composite image had been deleted from its social media and website. But this instance underscores how DNA phenotyping is based on an already biased data set and further exacerbates racism in policing and public vigilantism. In 2012, I had a conversation with the Sheriff David Clark, if everyone knows who that is, David Clark Jr. out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, because it came out that the police for just ordinary crimes were going to swab your DNA and collect DNA. So you could be jaywalking. And get DNA. And I asked him about it, and he said, Well, if you don't like the law, lobby the politicians to have it changed. He's just here to enforce the law. And I said, Well, how long is this DNA going to be kept in the database? And they said, For a year. Well, it seems like that a lot of law enforcement agencies and DNA collection databases are keeping this data around a little bit longer. And then they're going to take the DNA and they're going to put it into some kind of like AI machine. What you're saying on average is upwards near 80% accurate, which I don't know when they can't picture out what your hairstyle is, you got scars or tattoos or if you got a beard or not. There's all these things that fit into this, and it's going to spit out some like a virtual image of what you look like, and that's what the cops are going to go after. Makes you wonder, makes you think and go, hmm. When we covered this on the Rundown Live, we went through the database, and I will tell you, a lot of the images were fairly accurate. Kind of scary, to be honest. Very scary. That they could take any DNA, build an image, and say, this is the individual we're looking for and not even know for sure. They're not working based off of a witness, eyewitness account. They're just putting DNA in the AI machine and using other databases and having the computer develop an image of what that person may look like. 
don't know the age, don't know the facial hair structure, don't know the tattoos, if they're tatted up like good old Jelly Roll or Post Malone, or if they're sitting there with a long beard like Christan T. Harris. And they're going to go after these individuals. They don't even know where the, like in some cases, they know where the DNA comes from. But what happens if they don't? Or that DNA is contaminated. Tie that into the fusion centers with pre-crime and thought crime and citizen threat scores. We come to the wonderful idea that Donald Trump is bringing together of freedom cities with flying cars. I challenge this idea of freedom cities, especially if they're going to be smart cities or 15-minute cities, a UN wet dream where corporations are basically running the city and their police. We have one of those in Wisconsin. Foxconn built a little plant here, and they have their own gated community and their own gated rental units and their own local police all within the gated community and stores. People who work there can live right on campus. And these kind of corporate cities are becoming more and more popular popular as the United Nations, the multinational corporatists who fund these ideologies, want to run your local government. Freedom cities with flying cars. I'm not saying it's technically a bad idea to have a technically advanced city with Drones and self-driving cars and flying cars. Sounds cool. Sounds like something straight out of Blade Runner or They Live. But based on our nation's track record, I challenge the idea that these would be real freedom cities, but more so potentially social credit prisons where they'll monitor everything you do. Yeah, it'll be cool. You'll have your smart garbage. You'll know whether or not you recycle or not, raising and lowering your social credit score. They even have smart toilets out that actually measure your stool. They know what kind of prescriptions you are, what you eat. The throne, Satan's throne, as my buddy Leo Linesagami would call it. They're going to monitor every aspect of your life. In these freedom cities, drones will be zooming in on your facial recognition. Knowing where you are at all times, they'll be able to know where you start your day, where you end your day, when you're home, what you do in your home. Google Home will be tracking you. Your smart fridge is spying on you. Your car spying on you. The speed lights are spying on you. Remember when cameras on the street corner was just a tinfoil hat conspiracy in their late 90s, early 2000s? It's right up there with black helicopters, which William Cooper was spewing out for years, which, you know, we see in trainings going on all the time now in the rural, in the rural and urban cities. AI runs smart cities. You'll walk into your pub and they'll know what beer you want before you even get there. And they'll know what kind of conversations you're having. They'll be recorded all in real time in a dystopic freedom city. Don't get me wrong. It would be cool to have a robot-run city where you don't have to drive and self-driving cars will take you everywhere. 
and drones are over there protecting you. You have police robots. Sounds great. Until it's not. Think about that. Remember when drones were out? There was no drone program. Now you can buy them at Best Buy. Oh, we'll never arm drones. Now the police want to weaponize drones. They're saying, oh, we'll put microwave weapons and lasers on the drones now. I know one caller said, well, we could use them on the border. Sure, until they're used to keep us in. Drone delivery, same-day delivery. In an instant world where smart cities and AI will dictate what you do, how you behave, who you who you talk to, who you hang out with, impact your children's future. And it all started with Common Core curriculum. It all started with you and Agenda 21. Rosa Corey is rolling around in her grave saying that, hey, I warned you guys, I told you guys, what did you guys do with the information? Behind the Green Mask is a great book. I recommend you guys all pick it up and read it to learn the origin points of these globalist 15-minute cities where they want you to be able to walk to everything in 15 minutes to get you off of natural resources, not offering a lot of the benefits such as cable and well water, trying to get you off your well water. You, can, you can't collect rainwater in Colorado. It's a crime in some areas. It's wild what they're trying to do in the, under the guise of environmentalism because they believe New York would be underwater by 2013, which all those scientific models ended up being false and wrong. What kind of science is it that it's wrong all the time? It's not very absolute, especially if you can't challenge the data. I want you guys to call in. I want to get your thoughts on this. I know there's a lot going on with the border crisis. There's a border convoy going across the United States. There's an interesting article out there. I believe it was, what, the Navy Times? Navy Times. You want to talk about propaganda? You want to talk about building a narrative? You want to talk about a honeypot? Navy Times published an article. Proud Boys and other far-right groups use Texas Convoy as a rallying cry. Hmm. The idea of taking our border back, they're trying to prevent people for standing up for their rights to making this nation a safe and secure nation. Is a potential of terrorists could be coming across the border. But yet they want to spy and collect in all, their, all your metadata because they want to monitor everything you're doing while leaving the real terrorists in across the border and doing nothing about it. What's the point in all the metadata collection? Well, metadata is the new gold. And you're just allowing them to take all that gold and eat it up. You're giving Mark Zuckerberg your gold. You're giving Twitter and X your gold. You're giving... TikTok, your gold, metadata is the new currency of the future. We need to take it back. We're not even getting anything from it. The cable companies are collecting your metadata. You're not getting free internet out of it. Instead, they're, they're, they're social engineering you on how to behave, how to act. They're taking all your metadata. They're advertising you. The government's selecting it, using it to develop social credit scores so that they can control every aspect of, of your life. Unless you stand up right now, you educate people, you support this broadcast, 
and be a megaphone to the world around you. You plant those seeds on the people at work. You tune in to InfoWars daily. Got a plane on your Bluetooth or on your phone. You guys need to go out there, head on down to InfoWars, hit the InfoWars store, make a purchase, support this broadcast. Check out Nitric Boost. It's 40% off. Go pick some up right now. I promise you, you'll be satisfied. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers. That the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers... They really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But... Most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life all at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, 
I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But, so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. to the American Journal with your host, Kristan Harris. We're going to be going We're going to be going to your call or to your phone calls here if you guys want to get in on this conversation today. The phone number here is 18777892539. We've been talking about smart cities and police state and metadata collection. I want you guys to think about the magic behind the words behind metadata. And I know a lot of you guys don't understand where this comes from. But why is it that they picked the term meta and data? Do you know who the scribe of God is? Well, in the religious text, Judaic text, the scribe of God who records everything, everything that happens in real time, his name is Metatron. Metatron. Do you guys see the magic behind words? Our language is selected to pro- program us in a very specific matter. Meta is a metadata. And what is Tron? Do you guys remember that movie Tron where a guy's rolling around into a computer? He gets downloaded into a computer and he's driving around. Metadata. Meta. Tron, I have an in-depth synopsis in a book called The Language Behind Symbols, written by Jordan Maxwell, who is Manly Pial's protege, also known as Russell Pine. Uh, Last book he put out with an individual named Bruce Montalvo, and I contributed uh, a little bit about transhumanism and the magic behind words of words like Metatron, where they're collecting all your metadata like the scribe of God, to identify who you are, what is your metadata? And why is it that they're trying to control what you think or how you think or what it is is what it is that you do? Let's go to the phone lines. We got Simon from Florida. Simon from Florida, you know, you have something on this convoy and on this border convoy that's going on and something you want to bring to our awareness and attention. Simon from Florida, how are you doing today? Hello there, Kristen. It's a pleasure to be with you. Yes, I would draw people's attention to that article by their disinformation and extremism correspondent. Uh, I'm pretty sure many of the audience will be pretty shocked to hear that the military times that incorporate the Navy, Air Force and Army times has a disinformation and extremism full-time correspondent. But this is the second of two articles that she has 
produced this week uh, attacking the convoy making its way down to Texas. And she seems to be particularly triggered um, by flags. And uh, even when covering a dispute uh, that previously existed on the Texas border with the Department of Public Service and the Texas National Guard, she was most upset by their come and get it flag, otherwise known as the Gonzalez flag. And now she's very upset that she's seen in the Texas convoy the appeal to heaven flag, which she associates with white Christian nationalism. Well, what's wrong, number one, with being white and what's wrong with being a Christian and what's wrong with having pride in your nation? I thought the military were the most patriotic individuals. In fact, they're normally the number one uh, candidates on the DHS watch list, right, even though they're the least likely to commit crimes, Simon. Uh, and it's interesting that you bring this up, that the government, uh, you know, propaganda rig, the Navy Times, is going after these individuals that has hired now you know, uh, what, what seems to be like woke writers or work, woke journalists. Who knows if even a real person wrote this? Nowadays, they have AI writing articles, but they're going after convoy, convoyers who are going to Texas to protest what's going on at the border. Hmm, I'm not surprised at all. Just like the American convoy or the Canadian convoy. Boy, they were a bunch of an extremist, but really what they wanted is to maintain their sovereignty. Has our military been hijacked? I believe it I believe was Jim Garrow that was on Alex Jones's show many years ago, a CIA asset. I know that we challenged him on the Rundown Live, and we asked him, are you a CIA asset? And he said, no, no, no. And then, like, a week later, he's on Alex Jones. He's like, I'm coming out as a CIA asset. And he was saying that, uh, you know, the whistleblowing, that they're, they're deciding that they want to like identify and go after American patriots. Why would the military be interested in what's going on inside of our nation when they should be trying to keep the borders safe? They're the ones that should be at the borders protecting us. Instead, they're pointing the guns potentially inwards, metaphorically speaking, Simon. So I want you guys to think about that because that's very disheartening. Our children. Our youth, our loved ones go and protect this nation. They enter into the military. And now they're being educated and written and they're writing articles that the people that they're sworn to protect and go overseas and fight for our freedoms here in America, that we're the enemies, the Americans at hand are the ones that are causing the problems when all we want is a safe and secure border. At any time, the terrorists that they're worried about causing mass shootings or causing ruckus here in America could be coming across the border. And guess what? The left would love that because then they could use it to come after your Second Amendment rights because that's what they did in Operation Gladio. That's the typical MO of multinational corporatists who have dived into these global think tanks and these contractors that are out there to kind of push these narratives of the Bilderberg Group. Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the World Economic Forum, the Davos. Did you know that our government's top CIA assets and top FBI assets go to a secretive annual meeting 
that was founded and created by former Nazis called the Bilderberg Group. If I told you that, you would probably laugh your butt off and hand me a tinfoil hat and say, oh, that would never happen. And that's the, the organization in the 50s with the Rand Corporation del- developed something called the Delphi meeting ca- tactics, which is a mind control operation used to control your local county and city meetings and national conversations. And they published articles about global matrixes that were leaked and put into Georgetown University, which a person leaked in the rundown live published. And later the individual got a call from Bilderberg's lawyer telling him that he had to pull all the article, all the pictures down that he took of all the Bilderberg documents, but the rundown live published them. We put them all over the place. Everyone knows about the McGee papers now. And that those top agents and top contractors Sit there and collude with multinational corporatists, and they think that they're part of a cool kid club because they get to hang out with the likes of old Henry Kissinger, who's now kicked the bucket. I thought for a while that heaven didn't want Henry Kissinger and hell didn't want Henry Kissinger, and so Satan and God were like, well, I don't want him. Satan didn't want him, so we'll just let him sit on earth till he's 100 years old. But at some point, something had to give. I wonder where he's at. Do you think he's sitting at the pearly gates? Or do you think he's down there burning? Hmm, that smell of sulfur coming out of the dude. Interesting. Let's go to Lisa in Oregon uh, when we come back from break. Lisa will be going to your call. We also have JT, Julian, and Bob will be getting to your calls. If you guys want to call in, the phone number here is 1-877. 789-2539. Grab your wireless communicator and dial in. You're listening to the American Journal. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris of the Rundown Live Milwaukee's Independent News and Talk Radio. We'll be back after this message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. 
cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.video. You're listening to the American Journal. I'm your host, Kristan C. Harris. You can find more about me on x.com forward slash K-R-I-S-T-A-N-E Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S. You can follow me there. We're also available on band.video, Rumble, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Just search The Rundown Live. That is my broadcast out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where Milwaukee's independent news and talk radio going for 12 years strong. And I'm blessed to be here filling in for the Honorable Harrison Smith on Infowars.com. 
Com opening up for Alex Jones. What a great privilege this is. And taking your calls has been a blessing as well to hear from the people who are out there. And, you know, we've been talking about these smart cities. I don't know if anyone knows this, but uh, I think it was like seven or eight years ago, maybe even 10 years ago now, they're talking about building a smart city in Mexico that was like 15 miles in range, and it was a futuristic city where drones were going to be tested out, self-driving cars are going to be tested out, probably facial recognition, and who knows what else, social credit scores. It's going to be a giant fake city. Like, who has that kind of money just to be pumping in fake cities? Well... Makes me wonder if it was government funded. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and go to your calls. You guys can give us a call here if you'd like. We're going to go to Lisa in Oregon. Welcome to the broadcast. As we're all being programs, how's my fellow program doing? How you doing, Lisa? Hi, good. How are you, Don? Doing fantastic. What do you got for us today? Good. Well, I was just um, checking in on the definition of metadata, you know, and what's going on in the world with the conscience and the, the programming that is going on. And um, I don't know if you are aware that everything that's going on is biblical, right? So this is the time that the, the way is being paved for the Lord Jesus Christ to come down and walk this earth. And, and so everything always hits gets to a point, comes to a head of, you know, evil before the spectacular takes place and overcomes evil. And so the paranoid frame of mind doesn't quite work because fear is from the devil, right? So if, you, if you're scared of something or you instill fear in the viewers or any friends or if, the, if there's any kind of fear in anybody, that's what the devil can act on and use. And, and, and what's found on earth is found in heaven. So we all have spirits in heaven, in the, in the conscience, that can be manipulated if, if we're fearful or, you know, un, um, uninformed, right? So wisdom is knowledge, knowledge is wisdom, wisdom is power, and there is a, there is a, there is a being walking this earth that has got and is doing the same thing that Christ did um, before he was crucified, right? So light is conscience, spirit is conscience and energy and life, and um, the energy that's used around the spirit to create with is what's going on in our conscience. So it's a new time. Of the, of the world, of the universe. And um, I just think that, you know, actually, the eternal mother was left out of any context there ever was. Am I, am I on air still? Yeah, you're definitely on air, Lisa. Okay. And it's really interesting. Yeah. I, I got... I got something to add to this real quick. Uh, for the listeners who don't, don't understand the word magic here, the, the evil backwards is to live, right? That's that's the right. magic there. So to switch it around, to take evil and turn it around is to live. That is what that means, is to live. And if you want to live, you need to get rid of evil. Not only that, what is it to be courageous? Well, courageous is to have fear. And to be able to overcome that fear, that is courage. 
Lisa, I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. I, we're going to go ahead and head on down to Bob in New York. Bob in New York, what can you bring to the table and to this discussion? We got Bob in New York. Okay, maybe we don't have Bob here. When we talk about word magic and programming, when we talk about television, the vision that tells you lies, and there's a reason why they call it programming and the flicker rate happens at the way it does, is that they can install different visions and program you and subconsciously you absorb that data without even knowing it. And it's the same thing with word magic, the process of giving uh, words meaning or give or of creating words with symbols is not wording. It's called spelling. Well, what does it mean to cast a spell? And what happens when you stitch those symbols together? They call it a curse. And in the arcane sense, grammar is just the laws in which magic work by, right? Like is in right angle. As in right, W-R-I-T. There's a ritual in right. There's an R-I-T-E. Much like in Masonic, they call it a Scottish rite because it's a ritual. And that's what right, W-R-I-T-E. There's a ritual when you write. It's all word magic. And, you know, our caller brings an interesting view there as well. I'd like to go to our next call, uh, Bart in Georgia. Police started the war on drugs. And I can't deny that. Bart, how you doing? Yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, everybody thought Ronald Reagan was such a great president, but he, he had this, him and Nancy Reagan had this thing of war on drugs, and they saved people from drugs by ruining their lives and sending them to prison. And then we're, we've always been in this police state, and it was just a shift from the drug users, the drug dealers, to, and then it was the black man, and then it was the Muslim, and now they're after the white Christian man. Well, there's no doubt about it. The Iran-Contra and the whole D.A.R.E. program encouraged kids to do drugs. Kids didn't know what uh, mom and dad's little marijuana pipe was until the school showed them how to use it. And they knew it then, probably, that it encouraged drug use. And then when they smoked the pot and they went, oh, that's not so bad. Well, what else am I being lied to about? They probably went ahead and moved to something a little bit more hard, like the cocaine that the government was bringing in and Freeway Rick Ross was arrested for. Gary Webb paid for his life to bring us that information. And, yeah, a lot of people want to tout and love Reagan, but he, what, tripled or quadrupled the national debt on top of it. They used to call him Red Ronnie way back in the day. I'm not quite sure why. I know that he was a libertarian after that and people changed, but I'm not quite sure with politics these days. He was an actor, after all. Yes, thank you for taking my call, and I'm glad the Reagans are dead. <laughs> Bart from Georgia, thanks for your call. We're going to go ahead, and we are going to go to Daniel from Florida. Daniel, you're going to be our last call today. You have two minutes. What do you have for us on The Good Word, my friend? Yeah, yeah. Uh, meta means death in Hebrew, uh, and... Uh, basically, uh, just to go into the uh, spiritual, uh, we battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers in high places. And if you can imagine the highest level of war and battle, uh, it is not, it, it, it's not, it's, we battle not against flesh and blood. And I think that's really the, the picture that we need to, as we're Listen to talk radio, talking. Uh, there's so many things that uh, that we can think about 
but really it's this spiritual battle, this epic that's going on all around us, and we're not battling against people. We're not battling against flesh and blood. We're, we're battling in the spirit by prayer. And my challenge to you and all the talk show hosts, and I know Alex has uh, challenged himself and hasn't really done it, is uh, when you, you're, you're challenged with a vast uh, swath of all of these problems, God knows everything. God's in control. Uh, he, he knows the past, present, and future. And I challenge you uh, to pray. And I challenge all the talk show hosts to pray and have the corporate prayer of everyone listening, praying with you. And uh, it says in the Bible to pray without ceasing. So as we uh, talk about these important topics, and I know these words have come out of Alex's mouth, uh, that he needs to pray on air. And I challenge you and all of these talk shows, you guys are preachers. You, you may not think you are, but uh, you, you're going you're down a vast level of problems and offering solutions, and only God has the real answer. So again, I challenge to pray. Absolutely. Ephesians 6.11, put on the full armor of God so that you can take up a stand against the devil's schemes. And are you putting on that full armor of God? I can tell you that if it's your time and you don't have that armor of God on, nothing's going to protect you otherwise. So caller, thank you for your call. It's a blessing to remind us. We always need to be reminded to spend our time in prayer. If your Bible's collecting dust, your life might be as well. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris. We'll see you soon. Alex Jones coming up right across the border. Don't go anywhere. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening. 
today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.